and welcome back to episode two of Bounty Hunter Banner. So it's kind of the unofficial official episode two because it's a continuation of the first episode, so it's not really a second episode, but it is kind of a second episode. Uh, so I've still got Chris here with me and Dan, and we're going to continue right off where we left off last time. All right, so just to interrupt before we carry on uh, with the scheduled podcast, uh, between the last episode and this one, we've got a couple of edits, and the main one being the beer cannon update, which we touched upon in the last episode. Thanks, Dan. Uh, just so just to, give to you, clarify, Dan touched you? Is that what you're saying? He did. He did. He touched me, and it, it was rather glorious, actually. Oh. Um, but we do have a couple of updates, valid updates, uh, meaningful updates, rather. Um, we mentioned that we were working with James Straker from We Make Trouble uh, regarding the Guinness World Record Challenge, shooting a can of our beer from a custom-built air cannon thanks to the crew over at Heads Up Film Services. We can also confirm that we are making a new beer designed specifically for the event and we're pretty stoked about the concept as well. Brad Bishop uh, from Brad Bishop Creation is back on board developing some more badass artwork as we speak, although that had probably already been done by the time this comes out. We hope. We hope. And although we can't let too many details out just yet, uh, it should be pretty cool. Uh, So keep an eye on our social media for that. So where's uh, the event going to be? You somewhere in Brisbane. I'm <laughs> actually not 100% sure just yet. I'll be getting more details and... Fuck it, we'll take over all of it. Just, yeah. Just Brisbane. It'll yeah, be in that'd Brisbane. that'd be pretty awesome. It'll be in Brisbane. All of Brisbane. We're going to be shooting a can from one side of Brisbane to the other. And if in, in case anyone misses it, <laughs> I'll also be shooting a can out of my ass shortly thereafter. <laughs> so it's all good if you miss it. Oh, I believe it too. Uh, but there is more info to come and hopefully we get to launch the podcast before the actual event so we actually get some of that stuff out. But we're also going to try and spruik a crowdfunding campaign as well to help us over the line. But in the meantime... So so before we move on, when is that? When is that? Uh, it's another good question, Pete, full of really good questions. Um, Easter long weekend. Well, I don't know what date that is. Yeah, I know everyone knows. Sometime. I mean, Easter anyone who's weekend. religious knows and everyone else can look it up on fucking a Easter, I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> Easter long weekend. But it is over the long weekend. Me, uh, Pete and Dan will be doing a road trip to... Road trip! Wherever the hell we're going. Um, so we to should Brisbane. Have to Brisbane. I'm just going to type Brisbane into the GPS yeah, and when we and get that's there, it. that's where we're going to fire a cannon. <laughs> so we'll hopefully be checking out a couple of breweries and stuff along the way as well and maybe catch up with a couple of guys that uh, that work at those places as well as run them and have a bit of a chat with them on the way. So while we're up there, we're going to um, record some interviews and we'll probably do a semi-kind of erotic Oh, sorry. Wrong train of thought. <laughs> erotic. Semi-erotic. We'll, we'll do a, a semi-live semi broadcast of a podcast. So It, it isn't we'll, all the way hard, but it's That's it's right. It's semi. Uh, so we'll, we'll do episode three. We'll be a collection of, of interviews that we'll be recording while we're up there and on the way. Um, and probably some, some uh, audio footage and potentially some film footage we'll be taking at the event. So, yeah, hell yeah. That'll be so stay cool. tuned. And just to give a shout out to the sponsors that have uh, contributed towards uh, the funding as well, being Dickies Australia, The Piercing Shop, Brisbane, City Property Services, Johnny Voodoo's Barbershop, Tapsa Valley, and Tapsa Malula Bar, as well as Red Star Music. Cheers, guys. So just to clarify before we, we sign off and go back to your normal broadcasting, yeah. that was that was Dickies Australia and The Piercing Shop. They're not the same... 
No, no, no. It okay. isn't Dickie's Piercing Shop. Oh, see, I fucking I need to open a company <laughs> called the Dickie's Piercing Shop. Anyway, thanks, guys. Yeah, what are we drinking, Dan? This is um, Hop Dog Beer Works, um, one of our mates from Nowra in New South Wales. Uh, Tim down there makes some good beers and he draws all these labels himself. So I really always enjoy looking at the labels of his beers. This is the Feast of Stevens. Hang on. Feast of Stevens. That sounds like a... Hang on. I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's got some Christmas quote next to it, and I'm sure I'm being totally isn't, naive about what this is about. Isn't Feast of Stevens? Oh, I'm going to search it. I'm pretty sure it's like Monty Pythony or something. Oh, mm. could well be. Do you need to pause? And, not no, be, no, no. I don't fucking know. No, just look it up. Continue. No, no, no. I mean, does he need? Does he need to pause and start a new? No, no. no. I'm all good. No? Saint okay. Stephen's Day or the Feast of Saint Stephen is a Christian saint's day to commemorate Saint Stephen. Thanks, Captain Obvious. The first Christian martyr or proto-martyr celebrated on the 26th of December in the Latin Church and 27th in Eastern Christianity. So it was all those years that you spent in that Latin Church when you were a kid growing up in Yugoslavia before it became not Yugoslavia. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> uh, so it's a white stout. It's 40 IBUs uh, and I'm pretty sure that says 8%. ABV. It smells coffee like. It yeah. smells coffee ish. Well, it's a white stout. It should have. It's got a. It should have some. It looks stouts. very. It looks very non threatening. Stouts have. It, it's got um, quite a punch to coffee it. Coffee characters from the black malts, but he's obviously put coffee in here. Fuck yeah. You can really smell it. It just smells not oh, like. Oh, yeah, it, it looks. does. It smells a lot like coffee. Yeah. It smells like there's like a handful of grounds in there. Yep. And not, not sort of green coffee either, but. Um, that would be one of the ones that would throw you off. You like pale beers, so you probably like the that's look of it. But I doesn't, actually don't mind it. It's I just it's I haven't tried it yet, so I didn't think all Dude. three of us should go off mic at the same time. It's, it's coffee. You go. Yeah, it's coffee. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the latte of beers. But it's a, it's a coffee stout, yeah? Oh, wow, yeah. that's really good. Really, yeah. yeah. And it's got a little bit of um, little got, bit of hop character right at the end there as well. It's, um, that's really nice. It's um, got like a little bit of num- numbness of sorts on my tongue after It's really that. highly carbonated. Um, it's probably bottle conditioned. Um, so it's probably gone a little bit, yeah, unfiltered, doesn't say. And for those of us who don't, you know, run a brewery bottle condition means bottle condition means not force carbonated so when we trans thanks for clarifying yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> um so when we transfer uh the beer after fermentation from a fermenter where it's been chilled and matured to a bright tank for a filtration bright tank uh we then in my brewery we force carbonate so we have a a really fine metal carbonation stone in the tank um which we force co2 through uh and under pressure cold temperature time really small bubbles the co2 absorbs into the fluid into the liquid um but uh bottle conditioned is you uh add a little bit of extra sugar in um in commercial you put um uh, fresh wort, so yep. fresh sugary liquid from the brew process. Uh, in homebrew, you drop sugar tablets in or glucose tablets uh, and the yeast will consume that sugar, sealed bottle. And CO- carbon dioxide. The CO2 can't get anywhere, so it gets absorbed into the liquid. Yeah, cool. um, that's bottle conditioned. It's a little bit less precise mm-hmm. because you're doing it in a vessel that you can't test the CO2 in. But... Um, uh, no, it's good. I like it's great. That. It's I really like good. It a lot. Really, really good. 
Badass. I can dig that for sure. I don't think we've had a bad one from Tim. It's always something nice and cool and different. And he's, uh, he's a king of sours and barrel aging and yeah, everything I'm, like that. I'm liking that. Or the Super Beast is the barrel aged thing, isn't it? Is oh, he does heaps of barrel aged stuff. He releases a Super Beast every year. So. Yeah, there was a Super Beast and then there was a second Super Beastie type one as well. Oh, I can't remember now. But yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of trippy shit that he does, but it tastes awesome. I'm man. digging this. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't have thought it was. Oh, I suppose it's not. The, it's not what I would pick as because I'm a bit of a mainstream pale drinker, but it's it's enjoyable. That's good. I like it. Oh, random well, question. What were you going to say? Chris? I was going to say while we're drinking, mm-hmm. that weird thing that happened to me earlier today. Yes, yeah, you were saving it up for the podcast. So I went out when I messaged you, and I'm like, oh shit, I've just left the house. It's a bit warm outside. Yeah. Um, went to lunch, came back, and as I was coming from the bus stop down the footpath, because I walked from the bus stop to home, and it's maybe this, just under ten minute walk in forty six degrees. Yeah, but as I was walking down the bike path, all of a sudden, all these little white—you know, like little tiny white garden moths—that you sort of find little white yeah, garden yeah. moths, yeah, right? Yeah. From both sides of the footpath, they just started and. I don't know. I thought, yeah, seriously, I thought, you know what? This is God speaking. Fuck, You've really been a very naughty boy. Maybe I'm seeing some shit. But I, I started seeing them come out from both sides as I was walking down, and then they just sort of disappeared, and I'm like, what the hell? I kept walking, and then I started, you know, I was waiting for, like, the flies are starting to kicking, so I was, you know, waving the flies out, although they weren't going, and I'm like, that's a bit weird. Turn around. You're covered in moths. And there's moths, but <laughs> the moths were, were staying in my shadow. Right, so the the moths were were all in the shape of my shadow as I was looking at my shadow on the ground. <laughs> That's not creepy at all, yeah. right? <laughs> but then, so I started walking a bit faster, trying to like outwalk the moths because they were. It really of, feels like you're describing a dream that you had. Yeah, I know. So it's know. weird. This this dead set happened, but it went the entire length of the path until I got to the pond. So as I kept walking down the path, these more moths more were these, following I'm you. I'm talking like there was 150 moths in my shadow <laughs> and they were starting to like actually land on me and shit and they wouldn't come off. Like they wouldn't go. I'm trying to get away from the heat. Yeah, and I must have looked like a complete fucking moron to whoever was driving up and down because I'm sitting there doing these <laughs> ones and shit. He's flailing his arm off, and pulling his shirt. I hat around and, and there's all these moths. So That's... I ended up outrunning the moths and then <laughs> I was chased by moths, yeah, Mar. Moth. And they're like, moths are fine, but it's just bugs, man, and bugs aren't cool. And it's just weird because yeah, you, there were you, no But flies. you have a weird moth phobia. Yeah, I don't like bugs at all. What? Moths, man, are just. It, moths are like the least harmful fucking bug. Yeah, I Apart know, from but... that one that kills people. But we're not, we don't live in South Africa. Yeah, no, South no, South Africa. Yeah, we were chased. I was chased by a pizza box sized moth once. A pizza box sized moth. A pizza size box moth. sized moth at Borkham Hills. You remember where the I'm sizzle was? I'm pretty sure the I'm, I got they, four witnesses. They call them birds. No, no, it was a fucking moth because we put it in a pizza box. So we threw a rock at this thing. It was above the Pizza Hut sign. Conveniently, before uh, smartphones were around, so there's no photographic yeah, proof. Before smartphones are around, but you can talk to a you. Pizza you, box mo- sized moth. Seriously, this thing was huge. We, we didn't think it was real. I'm I'm totally googling the world record for the largest moth. Google it because we put it in a box for you. You remember Alex? play basketball crest yeah, and stuff yeah, right yeah. he has he absolutely freaks out about any bugs so me and Aaron Aaron uh, Wiggles yeah, yeah, yeah. put this moth in a pizza box after we hit it with a rock and it fell and we brought all the pizzas I home. still stand by they call them birds 
No, it was a moth. It was a moth. And we, we gave that to Alex as his pizza. <laughs> and then he's opened up the lid and this massive moth has just flown out of it. So what? describe the, the colouring of this moth. Oh, shit, dude. It I, th- was I think the colour of a moth. Imagination's probably filled in the gaps yeah. after no, this many no, years. No, no. So, so, so the world's largest moth, apparently, according to Wikipedia, is, is the Hercules moth, which is... Um, which you will find in New Zealand and, and Northern Australia. Sorry, New Guinea and Northern Australia. But this thing's still only 27 centimetres. centimetres in, that's, so that's a pizza yeah, box size moth. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 30 but centimetres. Were is you a- in Queensland at the time of this memory? No, but just because what world... <laughs> they migrate south. The one that's recorded. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm not fucking around. Talk to... I've, I've got three people. I'm, I'm, I'm now going to research this during the off time and I'm, I'm going to get the recollections of these guys that were actually there. Eyewitness yeah, accounts. What was Alex's last night? Oh, we shouldn't say his last night. No, we should podcast anyway. Yep. So it was Alex, Alex, Ollie, and... Uh, oh, I remember his last name now. Yep. And uh, who else was there? Aaron, myself. There was like four or five of us that were there. We all fucking All running saw from it. the killer moth. No, we were going to catch the killer moth, but I think that's what, that's what gave me the issue with the moth because when it got right. out at Aaron's place and it just fucking went everywhere and it was scary. Mothman prophecies. But anyway, <laughs> moths. <laughs> moths. That's it. That's the end of your My story. Thing, yeah, so I was a little bit distressed. When I came home, you're being chased by moths. Yeah, and having to run in like 50 degree heat. I'd be more worried <laughs> about the fucking heat than the moths. Just quietly. No, bro. When you have like a hundred moths on your back, I don't know. Um, we're not going to crack the last beer yet because it's a 10 percenter, and I just want to stall, <laughs> ride the bit. buzz for a little while. Um, but uh, one one other thing that we've got coming up in the next little while is a collaboration brew between Bounty Hunter Brewing and uh, a really awesome death metal uh, local band. They actually live about five minutes walk from where we're recording this um, called Demon Pyre. Uh, Demon Pyre are fantastic. They've released their first album. The boys have been playing together for a little while, I think. Chris, you yeah, know a bit more about this. Their first album, I think they just just released their first album, but they've they played under uh, they played under another name. Oh, I should have written it down. I think it was like I remember now. But um, yeah, so they've they've been together for a couple of years now. I think. And the album's self-titled, isn't it? Yeah, the I, album's self-titled. I've continuously Demon listened Pyre. to it, but I actually don't know the name of the album. Yeah, no, it's just self-titled. Yeah, um, great album. Great yeah, if if you're awesome. into any form of metal, it's definitely something you need to have a listen uh, you can listen to snippets of it on um on itunes it's available on itunes itunes uh, soundcloud all yeah, that yeah it's great the, the guys are local i'm yet to meet them chris has already met them i've spoken to them over uh conversation facebook messenger but um they've actually got an event this saturday night too oh yeah. which is well before well After gone it's gonna be well this. gone by the time this comes same out, weekend but- as guns and roses yeah Saturday. But this is going to be so much better. Yes. Nobody, <laughs> nobody needs better. to see Fat Axel dance around nah, on stage. I still kind of like to see Fat Axel forgetting the lyrics to his songs. But apparently he's been going pretty good. But these these guys are actually uh, in a mini fest that... Um, Roundhouse? Uh, no, the Manning Bar. Oh, is it Manning Bar, is it? It's at the Manning Bar and... Oh, that's a, that's a, oh that would have been so good to get a beer on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and hopefully, because the... King Parrot guys um, are actually organising it as well as performing in it. And I think that uh, King Parrot's frontman are actually Demon Pie's manager as well. Um, so, yeah, it'd be cool if we can sort of maybe try and work something in there. But they're playing with a, a gig called uh, the Thrash Blast and Grind Festival. So that's at Manning Bar. I think they actually 
technically class themselves as grindcore, don't they? Oh, they, I don't know. I mean, every page that you look at and every description that they have, depending on... We'll have to know, get a clarification from Sam. Yeah, we'll get a clarification <laughs> from them. I'm waiting on some stuff from him, so we'll, 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 we'll see what he says. But um, these guys are playing with King Parrot, as mentioned, as well as uh, Black Reno and uh, Psychroptic, Revocation, Hortopsy. And I think each gig that's being played in Australia, um, every every venue has their own local band that's going to be opening for oh, okay, each right gig. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think in the Sydney show, it's going to be Demon Pyre okay. who are doing the opening there. I can't wait to see it because as Dan just said, like I've I've been playing this shit like every day. Yeah, it's great album. Work, and yeah. I'm on my way home from work as well. And I've actually said that to the guys as well because it's just, it's a solid album and it's just as good as anything else that I'm listening to. I just can't believe it's come out of the area that we live in. I, I mean, I I've, I've paid more money for an album from somebody externally that's, that's been not talked as, up and yeah. everything that's nowhere near the quality of what these yeah, guys are putting yeah. out. It's pretty accessible as well, even if you're not like if you're not a massive like death metal fan, it still has enough of a variance that if you kind of like the heavier stuff, you can still dig it. Yeah, I, I think even uh, we might even Peter cut to a snippet of yep. Demon Pyre right about now. So yeah, that was that was a little snippet that Chris will pick. Well, Chris did pick out. Um, obviously, that's been put in in post. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, 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 the wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, the, the Demon Pie is great. Have a listen to it. Uh, Sam, uh, vocalist uh, for Demon Pie, lyricist, vocalist, also does a really good Aussie-based podcast uh, called Hard Noise. Uh, well worth a listen I've listened to a couple of episodes I'm only just getting into it I've only got about a 20 minute drive to work so it takes me two or three days to get through a uh, an hour long podcast but they're doing something a bit different they're, they're definitely talking music festivals uh, everything metal uh, and then they cut in a whole bunch of interviews that they've done uh, over the previous weeks talking to people from bands the first episode one was the lead singer from Soil Work um, that was really great to listen to. And they're not just going, oh, what's your inspiration for your album and this and that. And your standard, standard, stuff. Your standard questions, they're, they're talking about politics with them and how they feel on tour with the, 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 the current world climate in um, countries like France. The Soil Work toured in France just after the, uh, the Paris attack. Uh, so they talk about that and how those sort of things have affected the way that they... Uh, they feel on tour um, and different sort of precautions they've taken traveling around the world in countries like Europe where they, they, they're obviously from um, well they're from Scandinavia but uh, it's pretty damn close and um, that's kind of like saying New Zealand's a part of Australia yeah. but uh, anyway <laughs> it's um, not it's not part of Australia yeah no it's not and Tasmania's not either well then Centrelink no never mind <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. They talk about the diff- different things, politics. They, they talk about uh, vocal techniques with the, the singers and things like that. So it's definitely worth a listen. That's Hard Noise. Um, and it's also available on iTunes. Um, have a listen to that. Cool. Cool. So while, while we get the next beer out, Chris, do you want to get that next beer while I, while I prattle on a yes, little bit? Yes, ma'am. Are you so, going to talk about comics or music? 
Neither or. Oh. Um, well, fuck. The, the only reason neither or is uh, one of the other things we all enjoy and we know a lot of people out there do because it's something that's really booming lately and... Um, no, I'll, I'll finish that, thanks. Um, <laughs> something that's really sort of taken off and we've just gotten PAX Australia and over the last yeah. few years, which is video games and board games and things like that. Um, so board games, I mean... I love playing board games. I've never found uh, too many that I enjoy playing outside of a group of five or six people. Um, that's what they're usually sort of structured to. Um, and they're usually versus. So yeah. someone's, someone's out to win. One of the ones I really have enjoyed over the last few years is Pandemic. It's a fully co-op board game. Um, so there's a map of the world out and uh all of the terrible viruses like ebola and that have all been released around the world and you have to sort of world hop as your persona um which can be a doctor a scientist whatever they all have their little special abilities to cure these diseases. is there a fat it guy that i can play i'm probably i'm sure there probably is someone like that um but uh you you world dies first (laughs) <laughs> you world gets hop, eaten by the zombies, right? You world hop to uh, cure these diseases and you, you draw cards which tell you where the diseases are popping up and everything like that. So it's a great little co-op game. But what they've released recently is Reign of Cthulhu. Oh, cool. So you're no longer Love me trying, some HP Lovecraft. Exactly. You're no longer trying to... Just leave the bottle there. I'll pour it in a sec. Um, you're no longer trying to cure diseases. You're trying to stop the cultists from opening the portals to let the, uh, the great old ones through. Yeah, cool. So it's all set in the New England area in, um, uh, in America. Uh, and of... Um, oh, you got floaties in that one. That's all right. I it's do. Bottle fermented. So you'll have a little bit of yeast in there. Cool. Um, Chris has just cracked open the, uh, like fan the yeast. It's Nonya just o. a little thrush. Nonya O, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. I can never get it right. Uh, it's their 100th beer. Nonya O. Nonya O. We need somebody from Scandinavia. So these guys are from Norway. Um, this is their barley wine. It's a ten percent barley wine, so that's why we've left it and to it the end. It pours like a fucking Guinness. Oh, it's not quite that dark. It's an amber. But anyway, uh, the pandemic reign of Cthulhu. Yep. It's set. You've got towns of Dunwich, Innsmouth, Arkham, and I forget the fourth one. Oh. But that's strong. Sorry, carry on. It's going to be interesting for you, Pete, I think. Um, and the cultists pop up around. How's that? Pretty strong? Really chocolatey. Really? God, it doesn't look chocolatey. Not quite that dark. <clears throat> I like. Hmm. Okay. Continue. Um, and then across the top of the board, you've got seven cards that are laid out. Each, top of, each one of those face down has a great old one. Yeah, cool. On it. So each time you get four cultists on um, one of the little areas in each each of the towns. Um, you have to flip a card. You have to flip a card. Yeah, and cool. there's a devastating thing that happens to the, the entire group. And you're all working together to do this. You're never at any point working against each other. It's 100% co-op. There is multiple ways you can lose, but there is only one way you can win. Okay. Um, cool. you've got- it's interesting you say that, though, because we've there's, there's lots of single-player games... I've noticed Fantasy Flight, especially lately, um, have have converted what used to be adversarial 
board games into co-op games. Well, they did that with, with the use of an app. They so did that. Yeah, well, they did that. Well, Descent got an app now too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Descent Road to Road to Legend. I think it's called. Serious, there's an app now. Well, it takes over the the evil Overlord. presence, the Overlord. So, um, oh, sorry, evil presence is Mansions of Madness. So they yeah. did that with version yeah. two of Mansions of Madness, which is another HP Lovecraft. Um, I'm, I'm I'm writing to Cthulhu and HP Lovecraft, so. Um, I love that kind of thing. And me and my wife are playing that as well. Yeah, cool. And that's great. I mean, you play it together. You're working to the same goals. You, you, everyone's sitting around the table having fun. Do you have a cool wife, Dan? My, my missus don't play that shit. <laughs> we've, we've played board games here before. Yeah, but she'll only play when you guys play. Because she, she likes the shits to me yeah, as well. Yeah, that yeah. is true. And Dan, no, so, Dan loves getting so, so Descent, we were playing one character or well, one person plays the evil overlord and they're against everyone else. Um. But now with the app, you you all cooperate and the app takes over as the evil overlord. No! <laughs> no, you, you like to play that, so we'll, we'll probably... Evil overlord. Oh, you know what? I, I, I haven't gone through it because I don't want to ruin it if we ever sit down to play it. I don't want to know what the storylines yeah, yeah, are, yeah. but... Um, the description they're, they're of the app probably, They're probably new ones, like Mansions they of Madness. Yeah, completely it's, new. it's a completely new. So, I mean, and we can play the, the you playing the overlord and there's the whole scenarios are all new. You use yeah. the tiles that already exist and the the miniatures and the dice and that's pretty much it it's a whole new game other yeah, than the, right. the physical tokens that would it's be a cool way to do it though like, yeah. it's a, it's- it would be a lot harder with descent because you've got a grid based system in mansions of madness it's not a grid based system they seem to have done pretty well of simplifying the the actual game mechanics to support the app telling you the, the only where th- the bad guys are and how they move and shit the, like the that. only thing i find with that is uh, with a with a evil evil overlord in descent, you've got a human element there working mm. it out. So yeah. he sees a weaker character, so he'll move towards them, he'll or you'll you'll learn off. you'll learn to box them in, or something you like that. You can look a couple of turns ahead. And it's be interesting like, oh. you say that because you're right. It doesn't have that that maniacal, calculating, cold motherfucker like Chris playing mm. the evil overlord. But each type of monster in descent has its own series of priorities. So the app tells you. If they're goblins, they're going to attack the guy right in front of them all the time because they're idiots. Yeah. Whereas yeah, there's levels of intelligence and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. so it, each different monster class has its own set of priorities, and it will change the mechanics of, or it will change the the um, the dynamics of the game based on what you're actually facing. Which I thought was kind of cool because it gives yeah. a little bit more character and color. Whereas evil overlords always going to pick the weakest looking hero off, to, irrespective to of who the monsters are. First, yeah. yeah, yeah. So but, it's kind of different. And, and I mean, I say mentions of madness, not grid based. It has room dividers, so you've got you've got a hallway, and it has split halfway down that hallway, and you can occupy any part of that that space in that hallway. You're not yep. you're not confined to that a square one space. Grid. That one square, exactly. So it, it, when it says one of the creatures moves, it says it moves towards the closest character or the 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 character that has the less sanity, yeah. or the 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 most injured character it's 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 a bit more like that of it because it doesn't have to move a certain amount of spaces yeah okay. it um it, i mean it moves always moves up to its speed yeah. i did that in quotation marks but uh it um i think it actually says it moves two spaces towards the closest character if it ends up in a space with a character it then attacks yeah, yeah. and and then it tells you i mean there's 
I don't think either of you have played Mansions of Madness, have you? Oh, we set up and I played. Think, yeah. It took us an hour and a half to set up and we played for 10 minutes and everyone went home. Yeah, which... so there's there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. flavour in the way it attacks. I mean, yep. uh, there's each time it says it attacks, it goes, okay, is it going to attack melee? And then it'll give you a two-line description about what it does and you might have to roll, basically roll to hit. But the other person might it then in the flavor text it also might have okay you can avoid if you roll if you yeah, roll okay. this it's a little it bit more actually sounds a little bit like um, Kingdom Death Monster which uh, which I've not never played. even heard of it Kingdom well, Death Monster it's it's a Kickstarter only board game uh, I was okay. talking oh, to you guys about that was the, the one you were right? talking so about the minis yeah the, the, the miniatures themselves because I, I I paint the miniatures I like to paint the miniatures more than I like to play the games most of the time um, with the exception of D and D but yeah I'm Fucking awesome miniatures, you know, very different from everything else out there. Were they there. the ones with that animal with the vaginas in its yes. side? Yeah. yeah. Really vaginas dark. Vaginas in its yeah. side? Vaginas in really its side. Really fucked up like shit. Like heads coming out of the neck and And big, there's a face inside big, a face inside like a face. Like HR Geiger shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. More not, HP Lovecraft, quite, yeah. but okay. as fucked up as, as HR Geiger. Geiger. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just perverted. So yeah. I bought some of the miniatures in that. They recently did um, a Kingdom Death Monster 2 Kickstarter project. Yeah, that they, was the one you were telling me yeah, about. And yeah. they, they hit their funding target in the first, I think, hour of of um of release, and I think they were aiming for a hundred thousand dollars in their Kickstarter program, and they closed at just over eleven and a half million dollars. So Fuck. it's a fucking epic project. There's a lot of backing there. Yeah, and and there's and the guys disappeared. So once the money got transferred, he went on holidays because he's been you know working through all these these um. These Kickstarter extended goals and all that. So he's going to finish it, or is he just no? Bailed? No, he's going to do it. Oh. No, he hasn't bailed. He's just he needed a fucking break, so we went on a road trip with a couple of mates. I've got to say, I put in Kickstarter for the 25th uh, anniversary Hero Quest, Hero Quest, Hero Quest yeah. and I still have not received it. Yeah, has it, it been done? Has it been complete? every every six months they send a damn update, uh, uh, and that's about it. Uh, that's the last. The last I heard, they were sending they were sending me emails requesting what I want inscribed on the t- like the underneath of the box lid. And that would have that probably would have been twelve months ago. But how many? Do you know how many backers they, 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 they reached? They reached their goal. They reached the goal, but how many people? I mean, I don't even have a Kickstarter kit, like a post. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the terminology for it, but the the post campaign kit that lets you <coughs> choose the shit that you. We're playing the choose. Oh yeah, see, I I picked all mine. They I haven't released that yet. Yeah, Kingdom Death. This uh, this this twenty fifth anniversary Hero Quest has got to be three years old. Four years, probably. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah it's, it's, we've been in we've been in our new house four years this April. Yeah. I did it a year before we moved, so it's got to be five and a half years. It's going to be the fucking fortieth anniversary before you get the twenty fifth anniversary. I mean, I put a fucking hundred bucks into that shit. I want more. Actually, it was one hundred and twenty Aussie because it was converted to another currency. Yeah. Um, so US. I want my freaking game. Yeah. Well, anyway. so so Kingdom Death Monster sounds very similar in what you're describing of Mansions of Madness, where you know this fucking lion thing. If you roll a certain way, mm. you can cut off its penis. The vagina and, neck to and, line. And the, and the card actually describes yeah, how okay. the monster reacts. A bit more flavor to it. Yeah, yeah. Cut off. yeah. It's, it's kind of like it was interesting that, oh, okay, they, they. How he reacts. They, they talked about it's penises angsty. in a. In a <laughs> it's a bit frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. yeah, it was just. It, it ended up being. I mean, you add that to all the vaginas molded into the side of these models, yeah. and it's, it's starting to get a little bit fucked up and twisted. Can't fuck himself in the neck anymore. I didn't actually buy the game, ironically, in the Kickstarter. Um, they, I didn't buy version two of the game. I just bought some of the cooler looking miniatures because it was going to cost like a thousand US dollars to get. 
the game plus the miniatures yeah, I wanted. Insane. And I was like, yeah, I don't need that's fucking too game. Much. Give me the miniatures. Yeah. Much too much. Yeah. For a board game that we'll never play. I just like the miniatures. That's it's like too much shit going on to play too many board games, yeah. but. Well, well, that that in D and D, we're only playing every yeah, eight weeks or so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, bought, I just bought this uh, pandemic reign of Cthulhu because we're going on holidays. Yeah, cool. And I mean, it literally, we played two games the other night. It took us about 10, 15 minutes extra to learn how to play in the first one. So the first game probably took an hour. Yep. Yeah. Um, second game, we had the we had the hang of it all. We lost horribly and gained <laughs> no ground whatsoever. Um, so there's four four portal gates you have to close on the map. That's all you got to do to win the game. Yeah. Four portals. But didn't even come. The second time we played, we didn't even close one. Yeah, wow. First time we played, we closed one in the first two or three turns. Um, but second time we played, we didn't close one. And all seven of the uh, the old ones were revealed. And once you get to and the you seventh... Your ass handed to you. Once you get to the seventh, it's Cthulhu. So game's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to much. not like, you know... I mean, playing a game, a game and every just time you win play it, it every single time that you play. Oh, but... No, there's. It, like having played Pandemic a couple of times with other people, and it, it's the same theory. It's just a different. It's just a different shell. Yeah. Um, you lose ninety nine percent of the time because there's so many ways you can lose. Yeah. And only one way that you. And can only win. one way you can win, but it's that tension of working out how this round of the game is going to play out because never does one round. You can't form a structure of how like you're going strategy. to attack this yeah, game okay. based on the last time you played it. It's always going to be different every time you play it. Yeah. And, it, and, it and it's great and it's oh, quick okay. and it's fun and they've replaced little coloured little beads that were in the last one for the diseases yep. with little cultist minis. Yeah, cool. Um, and you've got Is your- that the Cthulhu game you sent me the photographs of the miniatures and I said I really want to fucking paint those? No, that's oh, okay. Mansions of Madness. Right. But the, 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 the pandemic ones are bait. They're all the same characters. Yeah. They're, I think cool. they're, they're a little less detailed than the Mansions of Madness ones, but- um, if I ever get through my 190,000 fucking Descent miniatures... I'll, I'll give you the little Starspawn <laughs> Cthulhu and yeah, cool. you can paint that. But uh, no, it's fun. It's, it, it is really just a fun... If we, six of us, three of yeah, us would, and wives included... I would love to have a go. ...sat down and played it, it would literally take us an hour to play. Yeah, There'd cool. be a whole bunch of laughs and a whole bunch of arguing about what lose. people need to do. And we'd still lose. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> that sounds like a good game. It's the game of life. It's fun to lose. Uh, that's heaps cool. We're going to talk about these beers or this last beer. Uh, it's damn strong and Very there is strong. no way I'm going to finish that and drive home. I can uh, help you out with that big Dan, don't yeah, worry. Well, you don't have to drive anywhere, but it's it's multi. It's nice that al- Very multi. the alcohol is really well hidden and it yep. actually says it's um it's 80 BUs. Oh, yeah. That's, that's all right. It's not your... Uh, 80, 80 IBUs, which is um, bitter. which is really bitter, but it's it's really damn sweet as well. So it's I um really like it. It's all balanced out, and yeah, I mean it's it's once again it's a really well made beer. If it wasn't for ten percent in it, I'd drink it. Uh, but it's kind of again, it's got that real caramelly. Little, mm. like, yeah, really yeah, it's the same sort of amber color as yeah, the um, as the red as the rocket red that we had as the rocket red. Yeah, yeah. it's got the, it's almost the same color as that. Um, uh, Bear Republic uh, yeah. Rocket Rocket Red Ale Red Rocket Oh yeah it's got Lots of bitters in there Yeah it's got lots of Yeast in there So um, it's I Probably should have maybe Thrown the bottle around A little bit Rolled mm-hmm. it around It's um It's not going to break up though Got chunks it, in it man it Would definitely be Bottle un- Unfiltered Unpasteurised yeah. So pour carefully If you we, uh, wish to leave The natural yeast In the bottom of the bottle 
Do what, like as opposed to strain it? <laughs> yeah, no, well, don't roll the bottle around like you just said you were going to. Ah, uh, okay. So if you want to leave it in the bottle, so it's not going to kill you. We used to have so many people when I worked at Dan Murphy's in Penrith, Western Sydney. Are you the Dan? Are you oh, the Dan from Dan Murphy? Fuck up! Did you put the Dan? Yeah, in we Dan had so Murphy's? many. We had so many dickheads that would say that, and I'm I actually sure changed. Would. I'm sure I've told this story before, but I actually changed my name tag from yeah, Dan to Daniel, to Daniel which, which is a name you fucking hate, which only my fucking grandmother calls me Daniel, just so I would have stop every dickhead stop asking me whether I'm the Dan Murphy. Um, but people would bring back Cooper's Pale Ale. Because there's, oh, there's stuff in it. There's bits floating in it. Yeah, yeah you dickhead. That's Fuck because it's hell. it's real well, beer. Well, it used to be bottle conditioned. It's not. I don't think it is anymore. But they they still no, keep. No, it's it. still because it still says it's when when you buy a bottle. It yeah, because they on the label. Yeah, because they want it to be cloudy. It's part of the yeah, yeah. it's part of the aesthetic of the beer itself. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a cloudy beer. It's what what it is. So, but people are a lot more understanding now. That was God. That was. That was when everyone was that drinking was two years ago. Dry. That There's was stuff in my beer. It's not like the eight VB years ago. I usually eight years ago. Get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it was Penrith. So, yeah. sorry to our friends that <laughs> <laughs> live in Penrith. There's nothing wrong with Penrith. No, now. it's changed a lot. Now, actually, we're out there. I mean, we're only talking about it earlier and yeah. all the way it's all changed and the yeah. food and that. I was only out there yesterday. I still, Wednesday. I still yeah. have an I love Penrith shirt with three Fs in it. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have an I love Blacktown sticker that I haven't put. Yeah, in there that yet. we yeah. got when we were living in Blacktown. <laughs> yeah, remember that the council was trying to promote its own shitty yeah. area. This is why you're paying stupid rates. I if there was it. a thump, then it was me hitting my head on the microphone <laughs> in shame. Uh, that's how much he loves Blacktown. They do have good sushi up there, though. Best, uh, best sushi's up here in Stanhope. Stanhope. Anyway, we probably don't need to. Anyway, fair enough. Well, no, you know what? You know what fucking Blacktown has though. I went into, I think it was Target or Big Dub or something like that. Because mm. like I always, I can't help myself. I have to go and have a look at the toys and shit. It was probably for the twenty-four hour fucking toy. No, it was recently. Um, I think because I had to. Uh, I don't know. I think I went to the doctor. Some shit. It's irrelevant. Either it way, it is totally it irrelevant. Matter. People don't care. Got this rash on my penis. <laughs> the rash that I've been dealing with. No, so I went into Big Dub and I saw um, three rare kits that I've been looking for on like Lego kits. Yeah. And then I found how much that they were actually charging for them. And you got zero of them. No, I, I got zero of them, um, but there's still a chance. So they've got the Ghostbusters fire station from the original movies. Yep. It's yep. like the whole, the whole the fire shit station. Remake? Lego. No, 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 not the remake. Although they do have a version for the remake, but it's it's essentially. I'm not going to thump my head on the no, microphone don't, again. Don't. We're not going to discuss the new one. Don't worry about it. Oh, we can it. at a later stage. We're talking about the old one. The old one's a good one. But yeah, it's the entire in Lego. In Lego, the entire fire station. Wow, it's got all Ghost the, all the fucking Lego. levels. Yeah, you get your ghosts and and you all got, the ghosts. Can you put Ray on the fireman's pole? Yes, yes, oh, you can. Okay, cool. And so I don't, I don't really see a lot of toys anymore because I'm not allowed near the kids sections in shops. Yeah, <laughs> the magistrate said. Yeah, to you, stay you away. heard the comments previously. That's why, because he's. <laughs> we're not going to discuss that any further. But it's <laughs> like 4,600 plus pieces for this thing. Yeah, wow. Like it's 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 a unit. It's massive, and it's like 300 and something bucks, wow. which is actually really quite good. It's that's reasonably cheap in for Big what, W. Yeah, in Big Dub, who buys who buys a three hundred dollar Lego thing in Big W in Blacktown? Uh, hopefully, me at some yeah. point <laughs> when, when my tax comes in, and that'll go along with the uh, nineteen sixty six Batman 
And and hopefully you'll repair your car and stop making Uber. No, rich. we don't need to worry about that. It's cheaper to catch an Uber than it is to, to get that shit sorted out. Sixty-six Batman lair and Bruce Wayne's mansion as well. They have in Lego. In Lego again, wow. twenty-five hundred plus pieces. Yeah, you've all, written this shit down. I, I can have, see because I no, this shit saved in my browser. <laughs> I, I have to put this. I on can't imagine what it's what its bedfellows are saved in your browser. Hey. <laughs> But you get the original, like from the original movie. Did you ever see the Batman movie? The Batman the 66 movie. 66 Batman movie. Oh, it's just the, the Batcopter and all that kind of shit. No? I've seen the models of oh, the, fucking the vehicles, loser. but no, I've never seen awesome. the movie. You need to watch it. You get the car, the bike, the copter, and you get all the bad guys as well. Like It's it's badass. Yeah, cool. And then the third one that I saw, and all three of them were on the one table, and they're all like rare did as shit. Did you cry? I did cry a little bit. People yeah. were looking at me strangely because I was wandering around the kids' station trying to work out, can I hide this shit somewhere? <laughs> they had the shield helicarrier. The oh, oh awesome. yeah. Wow. Hell, hell carrier again. And that's like <laughs> 3,000 plus pieces. Plus you can plug in a power functions kit to add lights to it because I love adding lights to shit. And it makes all the turbines like turn and, and spin and as well. Oh god! But all of the actual characters are like micro size, so like one little you so know the mini figures or even mini the mini mini figs. figures. Yeah, they're like micro figures. So one little <laughs> one one little peg thing yeah. that you yeah they're yeah. the size of that. They clip onto a single a single peg. Okay, yeah, Jesus. And they've got like quinjets and shit. That, yeah, cool. And it's completely populated. You open up and you have um uh stop tapping name? shit. Sorry. Um, Kobe Smulders from from what's a series that you didn't like how it ended How I Met Your Mother oh that was fucking terrible yeah. <laughs> that is, that's a mad series <laughs> oh but, no it's a great series don't get me wrong it's a great series the last 30 seconds out of seven seasons that we watched it for was, well, she, was bloody she's, horrible she's now a fucking Lego character as well <laughs> right yeah, okay. well, because she's in. It was a uh, bit of a long bow to draw there, but yeah. Yeah, but so there's like twelve hundred bucks worth of Lego that I need to go out and buy in the next couple of weeks, which is never going to happen. I'm going to be sad because some kid's going to go out and buy it. I'm going to need to hurt. Some him parents going to go out and buy it, but, yeah, some and but it's never you know that's why you shop in Blacktown because. And you know what's going to? I don't gonna... think anyone can afford it in Blacktown, so I was actually happy <laughs> hey. that I found it. <laughs> and what's going to haunt you for the rest of your life? Some parents going to buy it for their child that's not going to put it they're together, gonna lose right? It. They're not going to do nothing, or they're not going <laughs> to—it's not going to go anywhere. They're going to lose shit. It's going to go up in a vacuum cleaner and all that crap. I love how you've alienated all of Penrith and now all of Blacktown. We're just seem to be moving very, very slowly no, east. All I need to do is go in there, open the boxes, and just take like. Three or four little because they like separate in little bags in yeah. the kits. Yeah. Just take a couple of little bags and just close it back up. Walk away because no one's going to buy that shit. It's four hundred dollar Lego kit. Yeah, but how many of those kits do they have in stock? Because you're going to have to hit that kit. Yeah, they're well, it. They have one of each. Right. So you're going to have to actually rob the store of the whole kit. Just fuck it. I'll just just you know in I'm just going to take it all. I'm going to burn the place to the ground. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll, I'll just run out the back way. Okay, we've we'll, heard it here hit we, first, folks. We need to we need to wrap this up because I need to go home and cook dinner. So. That's what you're married for. <laughs> no, I promised I'd cook tonight. So we're going away tomorrow. She's Good getting sharing responsibilities, together, Chris. So. You should try it. Yeah. Okay. Talk a big game. What do we? What do we need to do to wrap this up? I don't know. Say goodbye. Mm. Uh, where can you find us? Uh, where you can find us at Bounty Hunter Brewing on Facebook at Bounty Hunter Brewing and on Facebook Bounty on Hunter Brewing on Instagram. It's all pretty um, and uh, it all is all and, and it's dub dub dot Bounty Hunter Brewing dot com dot au and uh, 
Bounty Hunt Brew on Twitter because it wasn't long enough to get the full thing in there. So that's us on Twitter. Bounty uh, Hunt? Yes, because you couldn't get... But like Bounty HTR. I tried a lot of different or combinations. BNTY HTR. You know what? You can go and set up <laughs> fucking Twitter now. Or BNTY Hunter. Okay. Hey, Disregard that Twitter because Chris is going to go and set up a new one and we'll get that done. Don't take any of them. It'll be linked on the end of the podcast anyway. Yep. Cool. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Hopefully. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> yeah.